This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This podcast is gold. Basketball gold. You're tuned into the best Cleveland Cavaliers podcast in all the land. Basketball gold. Hosted by Mike Fratello and Jeff Phelps. Brought to you by Betway.com. Betway for the sport of it. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Basketball Gold. He's Mike Fratello, former head coach of the Atlanta Hawks, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and, of course, the Memphis Grizzlies now with the Los Angeles Clippers, Cleveland Cavaliers doing television. I'm Jeff Phelps from 92.3 The Fan in Cleveland. Your adventures continue as the regular season winds down, sir. What's on the agenda here as you close it out? Hoping that we can get a second team now to qualify for the playoffs since the Cavaliers have already locked up uh, that position. And now hoping that the Clippers will be able to do the same thing. They're in a little bit more of a precarious situation right now. The Western Conference with eight games, nine games remaining for the teams is, as you know, Jeff, just incredible. I don't know if I've seen a race involving this many teams where a three-game losing streak can take you from home court advantage to right out of the playoffs, never mind play in. So – You're watching every score every day. The Lakers lost today. So from the Clippers' standpoint, that's good. That's another loss for a team that's right on their tail. And then Charlotte somehow inexplicably winds up beating Dallas again. And that's another loss for Dallas, who's right behind the Clippers in this race for positioning. So it's just so wild. But... The point is, I'd love to see both teams in. I'd love to be able to stay involved with both teams just a little bit longer before the season ends. You know, if both of the teams you're working with get in, there are going to be about 14 teams calling you in the offseason thinking you're the reason why, you know. <laughs> That's good. And I hope I hope my two teams that are in will say that it was because he was doing the games for us. So he's back forever. That's the way to do it. There you go. Cavaliers got in with a win on Sunday night, Mike, and it happened a few hours before we speak right now. They beat up on the Houston Rockets. So they get into the playoffs for the first time without LeBron James since 1998. There was something special about that. And we're going to talk about that coming up in a little bit in the show. But in with this Cavaliers team, as we speak now, they're 48 and 28. They've played great ball at home. They're 30 and eight at home. They're playing better on the road. Mike, they're 18 and 20 on the road right now. Let's, let's talk about this team as a, as a playoff type of team, the way they've been going. Dominating at home is really good. Not so hot on the road, not what you're looking for, but they have won four of five and five of their last six on the road. Is that enough to change the mentality that they can go and win a playoff game on the road? And is the home court dominance that we've seen in the regular season enough to make them think, hey, we have the home court in a playoff series. Jeff, it's incredible that you're mentioning their record that way because we felt that 
one of the formulas we presented, depending on what the year was, uh, when you set your goals in the beginning of the year, we said 50 wins will get you into the playoffs. And we had a formula for 50 wins. And the formula was at home, we have to win four out of five. Mm -hmm. If you win four out of five, there are eight sets of five in 41 home games. So if you win four out of five, that's eight times thirty. Eight times four is 32. And you have one game left over to play with. Then we said on the road, if we win two out of four, 50%, you know, just multiply it out. There are 10 sets of four with one left over in the road games. So with 10 sets, that would give you 20 wins if you win two out of four. Take the 20, add it to the 32, you're at 52, and you're in the playoffs with two games to play with. And that's how we looked at it with teams that we felt were capable of being 50-win teams. And then you raise your goals higher depending on how good you are and what you want to accomplish. So here the Cavaliers almost right on what I just mentioned to you as far as setting goals, putting them up on the board, checking off if you get a win at home, checking off if you get a win at home, up loss at home, mm -hmm. checking off if you get a win, checking off if you get a win, that series is over. You won four out of five, you're even, and you move on. If you win five out of five, you get a plus one because you, you captured five out of five. So it's exciting to me. Uh, and those goals will allow you to win on the road in the playoffs mm. because you're giving yourself a chance. Okay, you're, you're learning how to win half the games. The other half, who knows? You could have been on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. It could have been your third game in four days. The other team could have been home resting, waiting for you. So there are all kinds of circumstances that can change things on the road. You may have been without a key guy or two in one of those road games. So I would be very encouraged. If they get right at that 50% mark on the road, they've accomplished an awful lot in the regular season. And they've taken advantage of, of some good opportunities. But in the NBA, Mike, a road game's a road game. And they were really pretty poor on the road all year long. To finish strong, I, I think, would be a, a big boost going into the playoffs. You have Donovan Mitchell and the other starters have been playing a lot of minutes, Mike. And in the playoffs, you see that. And the Cavs aren't alone in, in starters playing a lot of minutes. But it's almost as if they're they're in kind of a playoff rotation mode now. At least it feels that way when you watch them and, and just checking all the numbers afterwards. Could that be a really good thing, that this group has really had a chance to to figure out how to play with seven guys, with eight guys, and it's been tight, and they know what they have to do to win games? Not only does it help the players, Jeff, I think understand that they know when they're going to come in. Uh, they know when what he expects, the head coach expects of them. It keeps the other guys on alert, like, hey, on a given night, he might be calling your number and not just going with that eight or eight-plus rotation that he might be using. It helps the coach. Jeff, because he knows when he wants to put somebody in. He knows how many people he wants to use during that game. He's got his plays probably set in his mind. For the first unit, here's the group of plays I want to use because we have Darius out there. We have um, Donovan out there. Um, here's Mobley at the four spot because Allen's at the five. So here's the group of plays I want to call. Now we sub. We've got that 
next group of three coming in, joining two of the starters. And now I might want to go somewhere differently, either keep putting the ball's hand into the starter that's going to come out soon because he's in the game, he's sweating hard, he's had his shots already, and let the guys coming off the bench get warmed up and break in that way. Or he might want to go at a mismatch immediately with a guy off the bench where he sees the other team can't play that position right now. So we'll go into him right away to see if he can take advantage of that. I, th I think it helps both sides, players and staff, know what they want to do and where they are at the beginning of the game, after halfway during the first quarter, three quarters of the way during the first quarter, end of the first quarter, and then move on from there. And the other guys, you stay ready because there may be a call from you. We never plan on a guy, key guy, first unit guy, picking up two quick fouls in the first minute and a half of a game. But if it happens, what do you do as a coach? Do you trust him, leave him in, and he could pick up his third foul in that first half? Or do you take him out, and now you go to that ninth guy uh, in the rotation because everybody moves up a step because of the early fouls? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Does this mean as much, Mike, as it's made out to be so often in the NBA? Uh, the Cavs have a lot of younger guys who are going to be in the playoffs for the first time. Darius Garland, and this doesn't include the playing games. Garland, Okoro, Mobley. Lavert and Allen have played just two series in the playoffs when they were members of the Nets, and they lost both. They won only one out of uh, nine games there. Ricky Rubio, even though he's a pro, has played in only two series with the Jazz. The one guy with a ton of playoff experience, obviously, is Donovan Mitchell. He's played in 39 playoff games. Is that as big of a deal, Mike, that they don't have some of the you know, guys who have been around the playoffs for a long time as it's sometimes made out to be in the NBA? And why? If you're asking me, is it a factor? It certainly is a factor. All right, guys who don't have a lot of any or a lot of playoff experience haven't been there before, so you can't say I've done that already. I'll give you give you a story, Jeff, a cute story about the team you mentioned in 98 when we made the playoffs the last time. Yeah, we're going to go heavy into that coming up in a minute. Well, I'll give you a quick story now on it. Please do. It's, it's appropriate, I think. Going into that, we finished the regular season. We have a team meeting, and you know that we had four rookies on that team. Three of them started, and the other one came off the bench. And then the one that came off the bench, I put into the starting lineup and took one of the other rookies out and had him then coming off the bench. So all four of them actually started at some time during the year. So we're heading into the playoffs. We have a team meeting and a couple of the guards who happened to be the rookies came up to me and said, you know, coach, we, we heard what you were saying, but maybe, maybe you're getting a little bit too uptight. We've been in a lot of big games. You, you know, remember when we went to college and he said, we've been in a lot of these games, big games, so we'll be going to be fine. I just looked at him and I nodded and I went, okay. 
that first playoff game, Jeff, we got beat by Indiana. It was close to 100 points, I thought, at the end of the game when they got done beating up <laughs> on know, us. I, I looked and, at it, Mike, and I, I didn't write down those numbers, but it was they had Pacers were in the hundreds and you guys were in the 70s. Yeah, it was a, a wipeout. And I just remember walking back into the locker room after the game and looking at both of them saying, Welcome to the NBA playoffs. This isn't <laughs> college anymore. Oh, so that's pretty to their good. credit, their credit, next game they came back and we were up 16 until a big man picked up a third foul in the second quarter and we had to yeah. take him out. Then they caught up, they you know, they cut it back to like six or something at halftime, and then we were trying to hold on. So but they, they learned their lessons by playing in the games in the NBA, not their college games. This has been Basketball Gold, brought to you by Betway.com. Betway, for the sport of it. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER.